Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. It's too late. My hopes are up. They're up. I don't care what anybody says. My hopes are up. Don't get your hopes up, Greeny. They're up. So what do you want me to do? What's your next question? Because the, the answer to the first one is yes, my hopes are up. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance on what could wind up being a monumental day in the history of pro football. The hashtag crew is around me. Graziano was walking in. He's laughing already. Insider extraordinaire. Get back in here, Dan. I need information. Within the last few moments, we received news that I think ranks right up there, you know, with with I don't even know what as maybe the most significant news that I've ever heard in my entire life, and that is that the New York Jets are hiring Nathaniel Hackett as their offensive coordinator. Yeah. Now, before anyone, like Brandon, who's a dope, starts saying, starts saying, oh, he's unsuccessful, terrible, but hold on a minute. Yeah. Hembo, go through his litany of successful stops as an offensive coordinator. So before being hired by the Broncos, he spent three years in Green Bay. In two of those years, Aaron Rodgers won the MVP of the league. Previously... He coached, he was the offensive coordinator in Jacksonville. Yeah, where he tw- called plays. In tw- where he called plays. In yeah. 2017, that team had the number five scoring offense in the NFL. Yeah. Led the AFC Championship game at halftime. Mm-hmm. And his quarterback was Blake Bortles. Previously, he was the offensive coordinator in Buffalo for two years. One of those seasons, while his quarterbacks were Kyle Orton and EJ Manuel, yeah. Buffalo went nine and seven. So this is a guy who has a history. Ignore the head coaching. Being a head coach requires one set of skills, one trait, right? Like Liam Neeson said, like, I have a very particular set of skills. There's a set of skills that are required to be a head coach, and then there's an entire other one that is required to be an offensive coordinator. He clearly didn't have the head coaching skills, but we're not asking him to do that. We're asking him to be the offensive coordinator, but That's Graziano. That's all you're asking him no, to do. <laughs> much more importantly, <laughs> you're here for one reason and one reason only. Yeah. To tell me this means we're getting Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) Well, uh, it didn't work out for the Broncos, right? That's right. And so I wouldn't, I wouldn't assume it, but obviously at least that spec. Look, Nathaniel Hackett has relationships with Robert Sala and people in the Jets building. Like they're all, they're all friends. Like this made sense. Uh, runs a West Coast style offense similar to what they've been running with the Jets. No matter who the quarterback is. Right. It's not not going to be a whole lot of necessarily uh, not a lot not a change. So if it if he ends up helping you get Aaron Rodgers, if he makes you more appealing to Aaron Rodgers, then it's worth the the shot because as Hembo was just listing, this I mean, this guy's been a good coach in the league. He hasn't been like the head coach tenure in in Denver was a complete disaster. No one can argue otherwise. Yeah, he probably should not have had that job, but. Previous to that, he was regarded around the league as a good coach. And I think uh, no matter who the quarterback is, he should be an asset to the staff if he can lure Aaron Rodgers. If, if Aaron Rodgers is looking around the landscape and saying, I don't know about the Jets, but oh, I like that guy they just hired. That, and if that helps, sure. But again, I think Denver, or at least their fans, thought the same thing last year and were profoundly disappointed. Uh, for those who are wondering, in, in case you're not aware of this, yes, he is Paul Hackett's son. Paul Hackett yes. was an NFL coach for a very long time, was the offensive coordinator of the Jets, actually, uh, among many other teams at one time. And uh, and yes, Nathaniel is his son. So, um, look, here's the thing, Dan. Um, people are telling me not to get my hopes up. People right. are telling me not to connect dots. You get your hopes up if you it's want. It's much too late. I am connecting uh, dots. Hopes are up. The, 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 how could hopes not be up? No, I, I think it's I mean, I think it's exciting. Look, I mean... It, if, if you want to believe that Aaron Rodgers can be traded to the Jets, and, and I don't think that's an, impossible. I, I think it's entirely possible that could happen. Uh, today is a, is a day that helps you with that hope. I think he's, whatever else he is, it, it, 
Look, you shouldn't hire Nathaniel Hackett because you think it'll bring you Aaron Rodgers. That's the lesson from the Broncos last year. And I don't think that's exactly what the Jets have done here. But we know there's a good relationship between those two people, right? So if you're thinking about making a run at it and you believe in Nathaniel Hackett as a coach, then you see him as a potential asset in that, in that potential pursuit as well. So, yeah, enjoy the hope. It could happen. It, it could happen. Now, I can tell you with confidence that it could happen. So the next thing I want to bring up is Brandon. So, so Greeny, we're yeah. coming to you live from the seaport brought to you by Grey Goose. So you know Brandon Phillips. Dan Graziano is a, is, is a regular. He is a, a one, of the, uh, you know, one of the OGs, if you will, of Get Up. <laughs> he's, he's two days a week with us, and he's just outstanding, and he hosts it when I'm not there, and all kinds of other stuff. So you know Brandon Phillips, our stage manager, as well as anybody, and you're aware that he's a crazy Jet fan. Yes. He's unhappy about this. Yeah, he doesn't want Rodgers. He doesn't want Rodgers? Yeah. What is wrong with him? The man is a dope. He's sitting there telling me he wants Gardner Minshew because he has a longer career ahead of him than Aaron Rodgers. In the entire history of organized man... Since, 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 since we, begin, we, we developed the ability to speak yeah. from the time we stopped like scribbling on caves and spoke aloud, that is the first time anyone has ever said out loud, I'd rather have Gardner Minshew than Aaron Rodgers. No one has ever spoken those words. Not even the first time I've heard him say it. You'd rather have who? Carr. Derek Carr. Jimmy G. You'd rather have Jimmy G. You would rather have Gardner Minshew than Aaron Rodgers. Get out! <laughs> Just get out of here! Dan, get him out of I here! I can't get him out. He's in charge of where people go in here. Gardner Minshew? Yeah, he's out. He's Dan, he's Gardner sleeping. Minshew! Yeah, I, I, I mean, I disagree with Brandon. Yes. I, I, think, I think Aaron Rodgers would be a lot more fun. Look, I, I, I mean, yeah, it, it's... what do you, do you view yourself as, if you're the Jets, as one quarterback away from... Getting to the Super Bowl yes. with your defense, with yes, your I young do. wide receivers. I'm what, the Jets, and I do. What are you going to do on the offensive line? Like that, draft that, people sure. and get back uh, Elijah Vera Tucker, and maybe right, get back right. Makai Becton if right. he can ever play Improved again. Improved health and, and a couple you, you, you of draft one there. or two guys, and your line yeah. should be pretty good. I, I mean, yes. I mean, you're going to have to overcome Buffalo in the division, which is going to be difficult. They're obviously going to still be a very good team, but yeah, I mean he he will make. He had a bad year, right? And and so did the Packers around him. Um, he he make I I think he's the kind of guy you look at if you think you're that you're one quarterback away and you can get that player and you can afford him yeah absolutely worth a shot uh, I, Greeny, I disagree with Brandon yeah, yeah Brandon's a dope I okay. don't want to kick him out no, no we're done with I Brandon now, with Brandon him. is it's over for Brandon <laughs> there's nothing left to be said no let's let's dive in actually some of these other quarterbacks yeah someone I know who you know as well I'm I'm not going to say oh. who it was because I was texting with him yesterday about something else and I don't know for sure I have to guess that we will um. No, it doesn't matter. It's, it's one of the other insiders matter. at yes. ESPN. Understood. Um, sent me a note as we we're going back and forth that said, you're going to know sooner than you think how some of these dominoes are going to fall. This was, this was this person texting me, mm-hmm. a person whose opinion I value. Mm-hmm. He said, because I think there's a very good chance Carr gets traded soon. Mm-hmm. That, that Carr might get traded, is his words, before the Super Bowl. Right. So that's two and a half weeks. So it... it so I guess I'd ask you two things. One, is the general expectation that the car domino will fall pretty quickly? And if so, that obviously is in, informative for a lot of teams, right? We'll, we'll start to know some things. That's the first domino to fall. There's an early deadline on the Derek Carr situation. Three days after the Super Bowl, his entire 2023 salary and a chunk of his 2024 salary become fully guaranteed if he's still on the Raiders roster at that time. So the Raiders would like to have that settled before then. Sure, they could trade him. But Derek Carr has a no-trade clause mm. and can veto any deal. 
And I'm not entirely sure if I'm Derek Carr, why I would want to help the Raiders out right now by agreeing to a trade when three days after the Super Bowl, I'm either going to be a free agent or I'm going to have $40 million in guaranteed money coming my way over the next two years. I see. So I, I, I'm interested to see what Carr does. He's always helped out the Raiders in the past, but they also just fired him. So I'm not entirely sure uh, why he would be incentivized to do that when, in fact, he could be a free agent and hit the open market. If you agree to a trade prior to the Super Bowl, your, your source is telling you he could be traded before the Super Bowl. He can't. They could agree to a trade, but okay. the trade can't be official until March 15th. Fair enough. But, but, but as well, we all know, you guys are always team, reporting this has happened, right, that has but, happened. But teams can back out, right? If you're t- and then you get a better offer, you can back out. If you're the Raiders, do you want to take that risk of being stuck with that Derek Carr money? If, let's, let's have some fun. If you agree to trade Derek Carr to the Indianapolis Colts, okay. and then three days after the Super Bowl, Carr's still on your roster officially, so the money becomes guaranteed. And then a couple weeks later, the Indianapolis Colts say to Josh McDaniels, hey, we changed our minds. Uh, uh, that, wouldn't that be ironic? <laughs> wouldn't that be yeah. something? The owner spent right? too much time in the bathroom. Right. So, <laughs> so uh, of all people, right, to do it. So, so what no, I'm but saying they could is fall in love. Your anything point is, can happen. They could fall in love with C.J. Stroud. Anything they could can fall happen. in love with Bryce Young. They could, get a, they could find out they're getting Aaron Rodgers. Right, you know what I mean? Don't say that. Don't say that. That's what I'm saying. Anything. So I think it's risky for the Raiders. You have to have a high level of trust with the the people you're dealing with if you're going to make that trade. I still think ultimately what makes the most sense is that Carr gets released within three days of the Super Bowl. But you know, if they can work out a trade, and then he goes into free agency, and then it doesn't happen until March. Most likely, he can take visits and all that. Well, no, actually, if he got cut, he could sign anywhere. No, he wouldn't have. Oh, he wouldn't have to wait till the new year. Yeah. So give, give me the, what do the numbers say about Derek Carr? Like I'm, I have a very mixed, like I thought he was set up to have a huge year yeah, we all this did. year, and he didn't. And that knocked him down substantially in my mind. This season he was about a league average starter. The QBR was 56 out of 100, just slightly above average. It was 24 touchdowns against 14 interceptions, and that was with Devontae Adams. With incredible weapons. It was a bad year for him. Now, they had a lot of guys hurt, right? Waller's hurt all the time, and Even Renfro hurt. was hurt. And Yep. Carr seemed upset that they weren't playing, that everyone else was kind of laying it on the line. There, there seemed to be the a lot of was awful, a lot of bad stuff. Yeah, the defense is historically yeah, bad. Yeah. yeah, and Carr, I think the big question about Carr, if you're looking at it from a New York perspective, does his personality fit into what is, like, this is a tough place. Hasn't always shown the thickest skin, Correct. That guy. Yeah. And, you know, a guy like Rodgers, who just... He doesn't think he's better than everyone else. He knows he's better than everyone else, yeah. and he won't care. Like, he has some rabbit ears, though, too. No, right? no, he yeah. will. But he'll. I like that for yeah. him. Mm. You know, the last time he got mad, he won MVP yeah. back-to-back yeah, years. I will do my best to make him mad if he becomes sure, the sure. quarterback of the Jets. So <laughs> we'll see. There's that one, and then there's, you know, Geno Smith and whatever, and the draft yeah. picks. And you know, there's not, it's not, it's not Garoppolo, maybe Brady. Garoppolo. Brady, obviously, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a couple here and there. Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew's out there and available. Yeah, Brandon. absolutely. Uh, it's just embarrassing. All right. Jacoby uh, Brissett. Danny, thank you for jumping in here quickly. Right. I need you to go work on this. Well, my I need breakfast you to com- just showed up like five minutes before you called, so i got to go finish that. Don't come back until you can tell me that Rogers is coming. That's what I want desperately. No, you can come back. It's supposed to be here uh, Tuesday. All right, as we continue, right. i got a bunch of basketball notes to get to. i got my takes, which will include a debunking of the most ridiculous narrative in the NFL. And a reminder, we got Celtics Knicks tonight here on ESPN Radio, presented by Indeed. Coverage starts 7 Eastern on most of these stations. We're back in a flash, ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. I can't even sit still. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Hembo is here. Bubba is here. Cam is here. Brandon's a dope. Uh, I can't even I can't even look at him anymore. I mean, we've been friends for five years and this literally this could cause a, a, a rift in the relationship. I don't even know what else to say. So anyway, uh, the news is that Nathaniel Hackett has been hired as the head coach, excuse me, the offensive coordinator of the New York Jets, which can only mean one thing. And that is that we're getting Rodgers. And I'm incredibly excited about it. So that's what we've been talking about. Do you, though, like, do you see there being no validity to Brandon's argument? Meaning, like, do you, do you not think there's a strong argument to be made that the Jets should pursue another different, younger quarterback? Not if his name is Gardner Minshew. Sure. Not if his name is either Gardner or Minshew. Let's throw out they, the, should not, they should not pursue anyone whose last name is Minshew or anyone whose first name is Gardner. Let's live between the 20-yard lines here, right? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers won't be the only quarterback available. There are other younger quarterbacks available. For example. Jimmy Garoppolo. Always hurt. Always hurt. Uh, Take them one at a time. You're going through them too fast. Jimmy Garoppolo. Always hurt. Can I go on? Yeah. Derek Carr. A little sensitive. Like, I'm a little worried about, you know, like, like, look, I've lived most, I've lived all my life in two different cities, okay? Gather around. Let me give you a little lesson, Okay. I, I grew up in New York, but then I grew up again in Chicago. And I grew up in the Chicago media. And that's where I learned to cover sports. And I covered the Bulls and the Bears primarily. I covered a little tiny bit of baseball, a little bit of hockey. But primarily, I covered the Bulls and the Bears. I was around those teams constantly. And I worked at what was at the time the first all-sports radio station in Chicago. It's still there. It now competes with our station, um, the ESPN 1000 in Chicago. And, and I was a, a, a talk show host for a while and, and, a, and a reporter and all that. And then what I'm trying to say is, 
the mentality of the Chicago sports fan is very provincial and very defensive of their people, which is to say, once you accept, once you are accepted in Chicago, once you become one of them, then it is a, do you know the animal house line? They can't do that to our pledges. Only we can do that to our pledges. They will defend their athletes to the death. To the death. If anyone had said anything bad about Ryan Sandberg, if, if someone had said a negative thing about Ryan Sandberg, Chicago, as a, as, a, as a sports populace, would have come together, the fans and the media, and defended Sandberg. That, this is not a value judgment. That's the way it was. I haven't, been, I haven't lived there in 20-something years, so I, I don't know for sure that it's still the same way, but that's generally the way it was. New York is the opposite. In New York, until you win a championship, they hate you. <laughs> they just hate you. They're, 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 we are suspicious. You know, it, it's the same way. If you walk down the street in Chicago, people will wave to you. If you're walking down the street in New York and someone waves to you, you cross the street because you've encountered someone who's insane. No one waves to you in New York. No one's just happy. That's just that's for other places. So what I'm trying to say is that Derek Carr, now, the Bears aren't going to do this because the Bears have Justin Fields and he's going to be great. Uh, and by the way, the whole idea of trading him, by the I didn't get to do my draft prep because of this Nathaniel Hackett news, and, and, which I will save my draft prep on the quarterbacks, but I've done the four big quarterbacks in this draft, and I would say that if the Bears trade away Justin Fields to take any of them, they are out of their mind. Out of their mind. But that's an aside. I, I, have, I have until April to talk about that. Well, I think the Bears are going to trade that pick. The trade will happen sometime between now and then, but whatever. What I'm trying to say is it takes a special person to work here. Eli Manning was a, is a perfect example. Eli Manning is a person who is as even-keeled as it gets, right? You know Eli a little bit now, right? We've all gotten to know Eli, and, and everyone in America now knows Eli. Who knew he was so funny? That's what everybody always says to me. Who knew Eli had so much personality? He gave you none of it. He was smart. He kept to himself. He did his thing. He said exactly the right thing and never said the wrong thing. And when it mattered, he won you two championships. He will be loved here, be, be beloved here forever. Derek Jeter will be beloved forever. Go find out how, what, what it's like to play for the Yankees on the teams that didn't win. Go, go find out how much fun that was. With the exception of Don Manningly. They, I mean, I'm old enough to remember when people were afraid to come play here. So what I'm trying to say is it takes a special, it takes Rodgers. Who doesn't think he's the best? He knows he's the best. And if you tell him he's wrong, he laughs at you. If some dope talk show host like me, some idiot, talking on the radio, starts criticizing Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers will laugh and then he will demolish that person with no reservations. That's the mentality that you need. So I don't think, and this is not meant as a, a value judgment, I think Derek Carr seems like a very nice man. I think he's a person with whom I would like to sit down and have a meal and talk about life. But I don't. I think that his personality might not work well here. How about Lamar Jackson's? So the problem with Lamar Jackson, you're talking about, and this, is, this holds for anyone. So if, if he's going to wind up in Atlanta or wherever he's going to wind up going. Brandon is sitting here telling me how expensive it's going to be to sign Rodgers because, or to trade for Rodgers because you might have to give up another, your first round pick and another one and you got to pay him $58 million. Lamar Jackson is going to get five times that. Lamar Jackson is going to get 230, Lamar Jackson, not signing a contract unless it has 230 million guaranteed dollars in it. And someone's going to give it to him. So you have to be willing to do that. And if I'm the Ravens, 
and I'm trading you a 26-year-old rather than a 40-year-old Aaron Rodgers, I think the price is much higher. I think we're looking at multiple ones and other things, other picks. You want to talk about – so the cost is much higher. Now, the runway is a lot longer, obviously. You'd like Lamar Jackson to be your quarterback for the next decade, and Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be that. But if you're a team that could win right this minute with a quarterback that knows this offense backwards and forwards, is walks in the door able to teach it to anyone who needs to learn it, knows it better than any of the players who are already there, including the quarterback who idolizes him, I mean, this just makes too much sense. There might be some reservation that Aaron Rodgers could be potentially one and done, say. Yeah. But we don't know that. Like, I think it is as likely Rodgers plays for another three to five years as it is he just plays one. That's a risk that I would be willing to take. Brett Favre did it. He played for one year and then went and played somewhere else. Tom Brady just played three years in in Tampa, and we all think he's going to go sign with the Raiders. He's going to be 46. Now, Rodgers is what? He's going to be 40, right? Mm -hmm. He's 39. So, yeah, it's it's not a long-term play. But football, you know, Bart said this multiple times on the TV show this morning. Football is about windows. Like, you're either in your window. Like, the, the, the narrative I was going to dispel, I was going to debunk in my tease. I'm just losing my place on everything I was planning on doing today. I'm sorry, but we're getting Rogers, so I'm a little excited. <laughs> um, uh, what I was going to say was the 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 the... the, the narrative now is that the Bills have missed their window. I don't think they've missed their window. I think they've missed a window. But when you have Josh Allen, as Joe Burrow famously said, the window is his career. When you have Aaron Rodgers, the window is his career. When you have a quarterback of that caliber, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, et cetera, et cetera, the window is as long as you got this guy. Different iterations of this team will come and go. So this very particular moment in Buffalo Bills, they probably had a better chance to win the championship last year and this past year than they do this coming year. But their window is by no means closed. That's ridiculous. The Jets are in that window. They have like six outstanding players on rookie contracts. And and for those around the country who don't know them, Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall and Quinn and Williams, all these guys are on rookie contracts. They make, comparatively speaking, nothing. So if there was ever a time for one year to bring in a guy for $50 million who can take you to the promised land, this is the time. Is the Jets next year, or the Jets next year, with Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback, the best team in that division? I think they have an excellent chance to be. Yeah. Better than Buffalo. I think so. Better than Miami. I do. I think they could. I mean, look at it. Rodgers did not play great this past season. I continue to believe it was A, 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 discom- a, um, a discomfort with and a lack of um, enthusiasm about his receivers. And more importantly, B, he broke his thumb on the last play of a game against the Giants, and I don't think his hand was healthy the rest of the year. Garrett Wilson, by the way, is, is Aaron Rodgers away from being Devontae Adams. Garrett Wilson's stats this year, he played eight games He's that good. without Zach Wilson. And in those games, essentially played a season in which, if you extrapolate it out, more than 100 catches and 1,400. It would be the best rookie season of all time. With those quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers with, with Joe Wilson Flacco and Mike Oprah. White. My yes, yeah, he, he, he's oh. he's Devontae Adams with Aaron Rodgers. All right, this has got to happen. All right, as we continue, I'll make my picks for this weekend. 
I will try and get in all of the things that we didn't get to today. Uh, but again, I'm sorry I got distracted. We're getting Rogers. Uh, right now, a quick word from ZipRecruiter. Are you hiring? What type of role are you hiring for? Whether you need to hire a civil engineer in New York or a mascot in Missouri, ZipRecruiter can help you find qualified candidates fast. Their matching technology finds people with the right experience for your job, and you can invite them to apply. It's no wonder that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try it now for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Earlier today on Greeny. Brandon, I'm not even looking at you. What is the matter with you? We have Zach Wilson as our quarterback. You want Mike White or you want Aaron Rodgers? One of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the sport. Might very well be talked into coming and playing for us. The last time we had a Hall of Fame quarterback, his name was Joe Namath. That's 50 years ago. So this is an outstanding sign to me. This is Greeny. All right, Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. Spent the last hour on the hiring of Nathaniel Hackett, which I consider to be one of the five great moments in the history of my life. (laughs) Uh, And I've connected the dots. Again, my wife will tell me later today, don't get your hopes up. It's too late. My hopes are up. They're up. So we'll see what happens. Roger's got to go somewhere. Why not us? So we'll see what happens. Again, Hackett hired by the Jets. We're waiting for the head coaching dominoes to start falling. By the way, Mike McCarthy has a news conference scheduled today, his end-of-season press conference in Dallas which I think dispels any question that he's going to get fired. So he'll keep that job. 
Do they lose Dan Quinn in Dallas? That's an interesting one. He seems to be a favorite. And I'll tell you what else I'm getting a sense. And I want to make it clear. I like Sean a lot. I know Sean Payton. Sean came on. I remember he came on Get Up right after he had COVID. Back at the earliest, earliest, earliest days of COVID, when someone getting COVID was a very noteworthy thing and we didn't know what it meant, um, Sean Payton tested positive for COVID and he came on Get Up with me on FaceTime and we talked about it for a while. And it, we, I, I like my relationship with him. I like him a lot. So what I'm about to say is not in any way reflective of my judgment of him. <clears throat> but I feel there are a lot of people out there who think that the level of enthusiasm about Sean Payton to become a coach is much higher amongst fans than it is amongst people inside. Why is that, you think? Do you get that feeling, too? Well, just people look at New Orleans and say, what, uh, I think, was it uh, Ninko or Bart? One of them was taking this position today. They, Bart. Yeah, Drew Brees all those years, and you won one Super Bowl and didn't get to another one. Now, they got cheated out of one, or, or not cheated. They got, they got the worst call ever that kept them out of one. They got awfully close a million times. I think he is credited as being sort of... Uh, Dr. Frankenstein and, and, and Drew Brees was the monster, right? Like, I don't think people thought Drew Brees was about to become the most productive quarterback of all time. And Sean obviously built all that. What I'm trying to say is Sean has like a dynamism about him that is very appealing and attractive and exciting. And, and so I think people are, are excited about the idea of him coming to coach their team. I would be too. But I don't get the sense that every team in the NFL is killing themselves to try and hire him. I think that is largely because he's going to be very selective with the environment he chooses, and he's also going to command $20 million a year. And NFL owners aren't dying to pay their head coach $20 million a year. Well, he's only going to command $20 million a year if someone gives him $20 million a year. If no one gives him that, then he will have to decide if he wants the coach for less than that, right? Or not coach. Correct. But, I mean, if he... Here's the thing. I think Sean is one of these guys, this has been my experience forever, to use an old Mike and Mike analogy. We used to say this about Lou Pinella all the time. Lou was someone I grew up idolizing when he played for the Yankees, and I've always loved Lou. And, of course, he was a manager in a variety of different places. And then he was working in broadcasting, and we he came, We Mike and I were doing the show from the All-Star game. I forget what city this was in. I think I think I'm doing them. You would remember exactly what the order of the stops was. I think he had left Tampa and was broadcasting, and then wound up going back to to manage the Cubs. I, I think I have that right, but yeah. it, it doesn't matter what the order is for mm-hmm. the purposes of the story. We were talking, and Lou came out to do the show, and he's got like a Hawaiian shirt on. He's got a great tan. He looked so comfortable and relaxed. He's joking around with us. We're having a great time. He was just so relaxed. And I remember Mike and I saying, like, that guy should never go back to managing again. Look how relaxed. Because he's the most intense person in the world. And it's just like how relaxed and fun he is. And the next thing you know, he's back managing. And he's miserable again. And, you know, and it's crazy. But there's something about it. There's something about the juice of being the person in charge that these guys can't get away from. And and, and I think Lou had, had that. And I think Sean has that. So I think he, it, it, it's all well and good to be at Fox. He's doing a fine job. He's an excellent analyst. He's a great communicator. He could be great in that job for the rest of his life if he wants to be, but I don't think he's going to want to be. Now, maybe he stays another year. Maybe he doesn't get exactly what he wants this cycle, so he stays at Fox another year, does that for another season. I'm not saying that won't happen, but I will be shocked if he isn't an NFL coach again soon. Probably so. I think he'll wind up picking the place where he thinks he has Drew Brees. 
I think he wanted to be the coach of Justin Herbert. Probably and so. I think the ownership in L.A., that, that group, they're cheap. They're, they're not going to hire to your point, they're not going to pay him that much money. And I think it's really as simple as that. I don't think these openings this year are any good myself. Like, if you just go through them each, like, there's not one that really stands out. Carolina, eh. Indy. Eh. Uh, Arizona. Arizona. Denver. These aren't attractive jobs. They're open for a reason. Yeah. And Russell Wilson is not the Russell Wilson of even a year ago. Right. In, in one of these other places, you're probably drafting someone or finding a quarterback. Why would Sean Payton want to return to that kind of environment? It just right. wouldn't make any sense if he has all the options in the world. Like he thinks I'm with has. that, too. I'm with that, too. So, so maybe he sits this one out, and then he comes back and he coaches somebody else next year. That, that does make sense to me. So we'll see what winds up happening. Again, I, I am a fan, um, but I get the sense that um, – Teams aren't, aren't killing themselves to try and hire him. So maybe Dan Quinn winds up getting that job in Denver. I know he was close to getting it last year, and they eventually gave it to a, a, a brilliant offensive mind, Nathaniel Hackett, who happens to be extraordinarily close to Aaron Rodgers. Mm. You know, it's funny how your perspective changes on things. How so? Well, all I did was criticize Nathaniel Hackett all season long and, and basically make fun of him, and now I love him. You know, in fact, I can, I can back that up because you – uh, someone on our Get Up email chain sent the news that the Jets were going to interview Nathaniel Hackett. Right. You replied all and said, oh, good God. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm delighted. Right. Now I'm thrilled. Nat, uh, Nate, I, I want you to know I'm, I welcome you with open arms if you get me Aaron. If you get me Aaron, then you will become my favorite person in the world. Do we have the Mad Dog Russo drop? Nathaniel know. Hackett. What a dope. <laughs> no, 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 no. That retire, banned. Right? I'm banning it. That is banned. That drop is banned. And Brandon is banned. I'm banning Brandon, and I'm banning the drop. That's it. Those two things. The, the dope drop and Brandon are banned. That's it. Those will never, they are never to be spoken of again between 10 a.m. and noon Eastern time on ESPN Radio, so long as I am sitting in this seat. All right, meanwhile. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. So the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge. So let the record show that I won the regular season. I, picking against the spread, we put my picks up against all the other ESPN radio hosts, and mine were the best. Now, you may say to yourself, if you have not been with us much, how in the world is that possible, Greeny? Your picks are legendarily terrible. You are called the KOD. It is because I am a follower of the method of Costanza. If every instinct you have is wrong, then the opposite would have to be right. I picked against myself. I faded myself all year long, and I won which is incredible. Now, we have started a new contest in the playoffs. Bubba, how am I doing in the playoffs? Starting off a little slowly. Right now, we are currently in last place. Ooh. Not where we want to be, but it's, it's a tight race. Right now, you're 4-5-1. and one. First place is uh, Fitz and Harry. They've got off to a great start. They're 8-1-1. One one. So, a few games back. Um, unfortunately, not a lot of games left. Um, but, uh, you know... Let's get uh, 2-0 and this week here. Let's see how we do. Okay. So, uh, 49ers at Eagles. The Eagles are a 2 and I'm looking at Eagles minus 2.5. What can you tell me, Embo? I can tell you that the public likes the Eagles. They don't love the Eagles. Right now, 69% of public bets have come on Philadelphia. The line has really remained at 2.5, and I don't expect it to move up to 3. If, if it does, that's the number that you want, obviously, if you favor San Francisco. This is a very tough one for me. I have been the one telling you that San Francisco was the team to beat going back to the middle of the season. I mean, essentially from the moment they got McCaffrey, I said they're going to be impossible to beat. They're just too loaded. 
and that Garoppolo was more than good enough. And then he got hurt. And in comes Brock Purdy. And we have this ridiculous, practically unprecedented story. In fact, it would be unprecedented. No rookie starting quarterback has ever won a championship game, right? A conference championship game. So if he were to win this weekend, it would be unprecedented. I've also been one who has not been fully sold on the Eagles all year. And part of that, I think, Hembo, is out of my annoyance with you. Yeah, that's fair. You've been so annoying mm. about the Eagles all year, you and your Philadelphia brethren, that it is, I think it has is, it is, it is impacted my ability to, to be impartial. So if you had asked me this question two weeks ago, I would have jumped on San Francisco. The fact that I was getting points would have felt to me like a strange phenomenon. I would have thought the 49ers should be favored. And then last week happened. And last week really kind of changed my opinion. Like, the Eagles look so good. And I know it's just the Giants, and I know the Giants are house money. All, I, I understand all of that. I understand just how good the Giants aren't. But they're not that bad. Like, the Eagles, they be, that was a game that was literally over before it began. That, that, was, that was like one of these AAU games I used to watch my son play in where in the layup line you say to yourself, just call this off. <laughs> Just don't even bother playing this. That team is dunking, and, and, and we shouldn't bother playing this. You're gonna, you know you're going to have to call off the press very early because of the, the point differential. So that's what that game was. And then the 49ers, if Dak Prescott plays a half-decent game, this is Dallas playing this weekend. Dak gave them that game. Gave them. Gave San Francisco that game. I was – I am – underwhelmed with Purdy. Now, I'm, I'm overwhelmed with Purdy, what he has accomplished. But the idea that he's ready in this spot against that defense, 75 sacks? I saw what you tweeted yesterday. They have 75 sacks. What's the second closest team? Dallas had 58 and played one more game. The only two teams in the history of the NFL to total more sacks in a season, including the playoffs, are the 1984 Bears and the 1985 Bears. And the Eagles are going up against an offensive line that ranked 20th in pass protection this season. This is a totally different animal for Brock Purdy. So I like the Eagles, which suggests to me I should go the other way, right? If we're fading me, because everything I think is wrong. Every decision I've ever made in my entire life has been wrong. (laughs) My life is the complete opposite of everything I want it to be. Every instinct I have in every aspect of life, be it something to wear, something to eat, it's all been wrong. So... My instinct is telling me Eagles minus two and a half, which means the official pick will go the other way. I will take San Francisco and give me the points. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. All right, the AFC game. Uh, This is Burrow at Mahomes. This has moved around a million times. So, Bubba, what are we using for the official measuring stick here? Because this game opened at Kansas City, minus two and a half. It went all the way to Cincinnati, minus two and a half. When we started the show, it was Pickham. I, I just got a note that said it has since moved to Kansas City, minus one. Right. So what are we using for the official pick? Because everyone has to have the same number. Correct. Yep. No, right. yeah. So we are going to lock it in at Kansas City, minus one. So we're locking that in now. All the shows from here on out are going to be picking on that line all the movement. But wait a minute. Before. So did K- is KJM in this contest too? Yeah, I mean they'll, they'll probably pick tomorrow. Yeah, they have. Okay, they they'll pick it tomorrow. They haven't but, made their pick. But yet. This is the number. Yep. So everyone will pick against the same number. That that's critical. correct. Yep. Everything will be the same. We're locking the pick in here. Kansas City minus one. 
So I assume the number moved the way it moved because everyone was betting on Cincinnati at the beginning of the week. Does this mean that everyone is now betting on Kansas City? The public is moving towards Kansas City, but the majority right now, we have 71% of the bets on Cincinnati, but that number was closer to 80 yesterday. I'm guessing by the end of this thing, it's going to be pretty close to 50-50, and that line's going to wind up moving to Kansas City minus two or two and a half. What happened is that people saw Mahomes running around and not limping and not wearing a boot and all of that stuff, and they think, okay, if he can play. See, I still think the Bengals are better. Like, I think the Bengals are a better team, and I think that they have their number. It's a You know, styles make fights, and for whatever reason, I think the Bengals are the better team. I, I, don't, I almost don't care what the points are. Hmm. Um, which is to say that if I'm, if I'm betting on Cincinnati and I'm getting – I don't mean to say I don't care. I'd much rather get points than give points. But I think the Bengals are the better team, and I think I'd be inclined to think that regardless of what the point spread said, which means that we must do the opposite. If every instinct you have is wrong, then the opposite would have to be right. So the official pick is going to be Kansas City minus one in the AFC championship game. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. Who do you have, Emma? Who's your Super Bowl? I have Philly. Forget the numbers. I mean, forget the lines. Who wins? Philly, Kansas City is the Super Bowl. Philly, Kansas City is the Super Bowl. Bubba, who's the Super Bowl? San Francisco, Cincinnati was my pick before the playoff started, so I'm sticking with it. San Francisco, Cincinnati. Cam? Chiefs, Eagles. Chiefs, Eagles. we got the two Philly guys here. All right, it's going to be a fun weekend for us to look forward to. we got a football Friday tomorrow uh, to get us really get our appetites whetted. And then hopefully we have a great weekend with two outstanding football games. And again, I welcome you, Nathaniel Hackett, as my new favorite person in the world i ask only one thing of you and you know what it is see you tomorrow on espn radio nathaniel hackett you're genius thanks for listening to greeny the podcast you can listen live each weekday morning at 10 eastern on espn radio or watch the show through the watch tab on the espn app also catch greeny on get up weekday mornings at 8 on espn and also available wherever you get your podcast 